Hello there, Dunder Mifflin Knights, and welcome back to another episode of The Office ASMR, a sleepy time podcast to fall asleep to. Tonight, we're on Season 4, Episode 17. We're just about to wrap up the greatest season in uh, a television show that is one of the great television shows of our generation. Tonight is the Job Fair. This one aired May 8th, 2008. It was directed by Tucker Gates. I don't recognize that name from being a heavy, um, you know, a heavy office director, really. Just looking at his bio, though, uh, it looks like he has directed uh, Alias and Lost. He directed uh, many shows, notably Ray Donovan. I love Ray Donovan. Just a little fun fact here. Uh, but yeah, he directed other episodes of The Office, Parks and Rec, uh, House of Cards, Homeland, Boston Legal, Brothers and Sisters, Weeds. Oh, Weeds is a good one. And uh, yeah, but Ray Donovan, though, hmm, that's that's my jam. I've talked about Scrubs many times before. Interesting. I think I, I couldn't remember if this was in a tweet or in an iTunes review, but somebody said they were annoyed that I kept bringing up Scrubs. They had never heard of the show before. I... I truly don't think that The Office would exist in a world where Scrubs didn't exist first. I mean, I think a lot of these things build on each other. Um, like, the ground was laid for The Office to exist uh, by Scrubs existing. It's like these, just like Scrubs wouldn't exist if it weren't for, um, you know, Friends or ER or certain shows. And, um... I also, I think it's been several episodes since I've suggested to watch Ted Lasso. I absolutely adored Ted Lasso. I strongly recommend it. I uh, could not recommend it higher, especially if you're, I mean, if you're in, if you're into Scrubs, it's the same creator. And if you're into The Office, it's not the same humor. Um, but like, and, and I'll also preface it with, I don't like sports, I don't follow sports, I don't get sports references. Yes, I understand Ted Lasso is a sports show, but it's fundamentally just a great character show and comedy, which then, you know, sports is an aspect of it. That's like saying, that would be like saying you don't want to watch The Office because you don't like paper companies or you don't know about paper companies. It's like, that's not a baseline uh, requirement of this. And so, I can't remember can't remember when I would have recommended Dead Lasso. Uh, I definitely talked about Greg Daniels' other show, Upload. I also definitely talked about Space Force. Um, that was a huge disappointment. Anyway, wow. Quite the, uh, <laughs> quite the tangent to get on just by talking about the director here. Uh, back to Season 4, Episode 17 of The Office. Uh, this one was written by Lee Eisenberg and Gene Stupinski. This was a, you know, they're a, they're one of the more iconic writers in the repertoire of uh, writers, especially, you know, the gang. Uh, cinematography by Randall, Randall Einhorn, a series classic. And yeah, we have, um, we have May 2008. So this is the penultimate episode of season four. And this is also one of the, Especially, uh, you know, for the first four seasons, one of the rare episodes that were basically out of the office for most of the episode. Also something interesting, too. So this is 
one of the episodes that I'm recording, uh, one of the very few episodes that I'm recording, like literally as it's about to be posted, and I had just tweeted, um, you know, Jan, right now, Jan, if season four's episode arcs were currently airing, would Jan's character be uh, attempting to be a famous YouTuber, like a beauty vlogger, or pushing her candles on TikTok, and I was looking for a, a gif of Jan, and they're basically all from, uh, they're all from dinner, the dinner party episode, which I thought was interesting, funny, peculiar, I don't know, I just thought that was like, it's like, huh, it's interesting they're all from there, but, uh, yeah, I just had the thought today of, you know, if Jan, if Jan was, uh, because well, when dinner party was in like 2008, 2009, it was, or oh, dinner party was, uh, yeah, around the holidays of 2007, 2008. So it's like if, if Jan, if that storyline was playing out today, would she be a beauty vlogger and pushing her candles on TikTok? Um, and it's like she's already got the tripod. She already has the camera on the tripod. So maybe, maybe. Uh, anyway, I, I, oh, I forgot to also mention in a recent iTunes review, uh, somebody, it was a very kind review, positive review, but somebody had given me, uh, a yogurt cup lid, uh, medal from the Olympics, just like figuratively, and I support that, I strongly, strongly support that, and appreciate it, thank you so very much. Uh, so let's get into the episode here. Make sure your sleep timers are set. And uh, everybody safe. I like when people, I like, you know, I understand that I said it many times, but make sure your headphones are uh, not wired and your small speakers and everything else because it's all about helping you sleep. And we're going to get into it here. So we start off with Michael in his casual wear and he's just checking in on Oscar and Pam and uh, Oscar looks dressed up but Michael is clearly dressed down he's got his golf uh, a nice dark blue golf, golf polo and a dark blue casual jacket he wants to euthanize this place. Kelly says, oh, I'm dating Barack Obama. Why are you applying for a loan? Church or court? Daryl wants to look presentable. He looks very nice. I guess this is about the, the time that Daryl becomes more of a recurring character in the show. Because like later episodes, I mean, he's uh, you know, up in the office and everything, but, what college you go to, Mike? Let's go. So, that was just Michael giving a, uh, back, backhanded, it's not even a backhanded compliment, it's just a straight up burn, uh, on the warehouse, guys. You know, there's a guy that I follow, and he... He's a fan of Scrubs, but he's always said he didn't like The Office. He 
I think I can't remember if I talked about this last time. He literally watched the entire thing and he didn't like it. Like The Office. And he said he found Michael so obnoxious, rude, and mean. And I was like, that's part of it. And I've talked about that before. Um, anyway, not a tangent worth going down. But what we start off with here is Jim putting some golf carts, uh, clubs on a cart. Jim is like, look, I'm doing something very bold I've never done before. I'm going to try. He's out golfing with some clients. We got Andy rocking a sweet hat. And uh, he said, my grandfather would be spinning in his urn if he knew I was out here with a Dartmouth boy. You take that shirt off or I'll take it off for you. I'm totally kidding, but not really. Cornell 95, Dartmouth 74, and he says, hit about 1,200 balls, hands are a little tender, not funny at all, it's incredibly painful, and they're betting 10 bucks a hole, Kevin's like, whoa, 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 bingo, bingo, bongo, Parky, Sandy's, Arnie's, Wolf, huh, I'm gonna take this petty cash from Oscar and turn it next month's rent. I don't know why I always found it odd that Kevin rented. I don't, I don't know. Pam said, look, I have so many, I have so many memories of this gym. Those were the days. And all I can think about now watching it after listening to so much behind the scenes with uh, the office ladies is like the setup for this convention was just a massive, massive uh, undertaking by the production and the set designers to like make make something look like a school child fair. Because the, the one that they talked about last time would have been the uh, the paper conference at the hotel room. It's like that was like somebody spent so much time in, in setting that up. And he's just pouring lotion in his gloves with his blisters. He's like, look, I skip my lessons all the time. Just went to the sailing club. This does make me want to get out and golf. I haven't golfed in a while. Now we have the rest of the office colluding to leave. Creed says... I finished my work months ago. When Michael's gone, Jim is in charge. When Jim is gone, Andy and I are in charge. When Andy is gone, you answer to me. Stanley stands up and grabs his jacket. Just rolls right out without saying anything. If you walk out that door, so help me. Peace. Peace out. The American Workday ends at 5 p.m. So now we have Phyllis, Creed, Meredith all just kind of like, eh. The consequences is that Dwight will tell on you. We have Pam trying to recruit a young guy, a young student. Michael's like, no, no, no. No, no, no. Yeah, we eat a lot of cake, learn how an office runs. 
Michael cuts in. Very rude. He says, look, only the best and the brightest. Totally wrong, Pam. A handsome, funny, smart, funny-looking kid like you. Boom. Classy janitor or a cashier. Pam is just like, I can't believe this is actually happening in front of me right now. Paper shoe, more of a hobby. He signed the paper. A blank canvas for hopes and dreams. We need another one, Pam. Are you mental? Do you remember when you specifically told me only bring one sheet of paper? It takes one sheet. I said, are you sure, Michael? Pam, Pam, Pam. You sneezed in my tea. And you said, don't worry, it's just allergies. Do you remember that? Pam goes to look for another piece of paper. Back on the course, Jim's like, look. People love their junk mail. You know what, Jim? I'm not looking to change things up right now. Wanted to get out of the office a little bit. A little disheartening for Jim. Just work on my short game. Nice pun right there. It is funny to see uh, the high school style in here. For 2008 I mean it's of course it's accurate but it like it's like it's such of a time and place yeah I'm trying to lure these kids into my booth they're very wary of being lured these days thank you Dateline now I have Dwight on the phone uh, oh he heads back to the kitchen Phyllis keeps an eye on him Angela gets a call. Hiya, Pumpkin. It's Crete. We're gonna ditch this bitch. You in? Are you out? Hangs up. Pumpkin's out. Let's go, gang. Creed, Meredith, and Phyllis, and Kelly all hop up from their desks and peace out. While you have Angela looking shocked and concerned. And them leaving. And this is another good, you know, this is another shot where you can't see below uh, Angela's neck. The shot. Piece of paper, look at that. Pam's looking for a, a painting from high school. Took it down, never mind. Back at the booth, Michael gets a call on his vintage cell phone. You should know that everyone in the office has left except Angela and I. I have docked them a personal day. Michael doesn't Michael doesn't seem to care. A little disheartening for Dwight. 
to work for Angela and Dwight. Michael says, what is this? This is not Dunder Mifflin paper. Pendleton crap. Pam, 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 pam. We're dying here. Michael is sending Pam back to the office. Ultra white cardstock. Don't call me Shirley. We got, uh, we got the Dartmouth guy. It's just swinging half over and over in the sand trap. This probably wasn't a bad shooting day for the guys out on the golf course. He's like, oh, look, I'll get it out. Swing, swing, swing. Yeah, definitely. I'm definitely itching the golf. I'm not any good at golfing. I just like being outside, smelling the smells, and uh, just being outside. I can't wait to take my can't wait to take the children out. I think my son's a little too young. But I can see my daughter liking it too. Jim on the golf course, definitely nervous. On the phone. Andy is Andy is very annoyed with Jim for being on the phone. Is it season four when Jim reveals the house? I don't think it's the next episode, right? Must be early five, season five. Dartmouth guy says, even with free shipping, it doesn't work. Not in the stars, Jim. I love Jim's hat. Callaway Golf was always my favorite brand. It's my favorite driver. I have my golf bag is Callaway. Andy's like shortcut. Driving the golf cart and then goes over a hill onto the sink the sand trap. Kevin dodged that one. standing behind Dwight at the coffee machine waiting for him to be done. Um, and now we're, we're back at the job fair. All these jobs suck. I'd rather be living off a large inheritance on a beach somewhere. They suck. Oh, Oscar and Daryl were playing basketball at one of the booths. Michael has hunted down the other, the boy that was originally at the booth, Paulsnick. Justin Paulsnick. Justin is the ugly girl in the movie who takes off her glasses, and she's hot. Wow, is it not until season seven where we get plop? That's late, right? Crazy. I guess we're almost halfway through the show for, yeah, wow, coming up on season five, I guess on an episode basis, it'd be about halfway because season four is shorter, 
Crazy. I would never say this to her face, but she is a wonderful person and a gifted artist. Oscar, why wouldn't you say that to her face? You think these guys are nice? I'm willing to commit right now. Would you do me the honor of spending the summer with us at Dunder Mifflin? He is clearly, this, this boy is extremely uncomfortable. You were kind of a jerk to me. Good for him. I'm gonna go now. Good for him. Now we got beers after the game, and he can't pick it up with his hands. He's kind of doing a wrist thing. And the customer is like, what is happening? Back in the office, Dwight sneezes. Angela gives him a bless you. Thank you. Very cordial. Very, very cold. Jim owes Kevin 120. Phil owes him 230. Open the tab. We're playing more often. Count me in. Nope. And he's like, alright. He had some fun and I paid for it. Last shot from Jim. Is there anything you can do for me? His fiscal year ends in two months. Let's talk then. Jim a little disheartened there. And he gets up. It's a tough thing seeing a grown man take six shots to get up a sand trap. Give Phil credit for not quitting. As Jim stops him in his car. I'd call him every day. So I'm now his paper supplier. And I shot a 102. Job fair is ending. Eighth period will commence as scheduled. Michael's like, all right, I gotta do something. Heads up and grabs a microphone of the job fair. If you can hear me, look around at these companies and know that none of them are good enough for you. Agent R. Block, what do they even do? Frank Regan, too much formaldehyde. Air Force, Air Force is cool. The refreshments, Bush League. Security's coming. Come to Dunder Mifflin, a great place to work. We do not offer college credit. Can't give you any pay. It's really bad. Damn it. Thank you for your time. Five o'clock in the office. Dwight briefcase up. 
Angela grabs her coat. Heading out. It's crazy to see the way they frame these shots when you know they can't show Angela. Like, it's so creative. That's one of the great things about the show. We have uh, Pam, get the whole crew coming back in. Michael, they're all in Pam's little car. And we got uh, the golf guys hanging out in the office. Beers. You closed it. I closed it. Big hug. Big kiss. She and the, she's like, congratulations to you, sir. Handshake. And he's like, screw it. I think what's crazy is there's such a genuine passion and excitement between Jim and Pam. It's like, incredible. Michael says, look, Jim can do anything he wants to do. He chooses to work here, selling paper, just like me. Kiss her. Kiss her good. Then the moment becomes weird. Mm. Awkward. And there's this little flashback scene to the, uh, job fair when Pam talks to the guy about graphic design oh yeah here fill fill an application entry level job meet deadlines and go the extra mile someone in his photoshop dreamweaver all the basics basics of the Adobe suite. He's like, look, there's adult education courses. If you're serious about graphic design, think about New York or Philly. Cool. So that sets the stage for what we see in season five. And that's it. Thank you for joining us tonight. I'll see you in the next week supersized episode, Goodbye Toby, which is uh, our season four finale. So, good night, sleep tight. This has been a great Scott.